We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Hi, this is Marissa Meyer. And this is Delaney. And this is Sloan. And you're listening to the Prince Kai Fan Pod. I hit the shiny red button. Now we have to do things. Okay, fine. <laughs> Welcome to episode 75 of the Prince Kai Fan Pod, a Marissa Meyer Book Club podcast. This episode is brought to you by Rampy and Crew patron supporters. Thank you. Today's special guest is Amanda from Fictional Hangover Podcast. <gasps> Hi, thanks for having me back. Yes, and I just... I cannot believe it. It's 75 episodes. I feel like that's such a big number. Yeah, that's huge. We we hit 100 a few weeks ago on Fictional Hangover. I remember. Yeah. So you should you should take a page out of our book and do a live episode for your episode 100. I challenge you right now because that's uh, what we me, did. Let me look at my schedule right now. Episode 100. Uh, in theory, assuming nothing, <laughs> assuming nothing comes up or ruins uh, the schedule, in theory, episode one hundred will be a topical episode about Disney's Tangled. Mm, yep. So I could do like a live commentary. That would be fun. Does anybody want to listen to me talk during the movie Tangled? <laughs> um, it's mostly just going to be me laughing and being like, "Oh my god, that's so cute." <laughs> We've done a couple of episodes like that. We call them Fictional Hangover Theater 3000, where we have recorded ourselves whilst watching movies. And can I just tell you that those do not get a whole lot of listens. But I planned it out like, okay, everyone, if you're watching at home, press play right now and you can watch along with us. (laughs) Mm -mm. Maybe I'll I'll test it out on Patreon members. Yeah. I mean, and, and you if can they like it. I'll I'll just share it to everybody. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. And now you know it won't work for Tangled, but there's things like Netflix Party, so you can watch movies together with people and chat at the same time. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, we're working on that too. I don't remember if I have Netflix or not, but I think I do. You should have Netflix. Everyone should have Netflix. But because my co-host Claire lives in the United Kingdom, we don't have the same things on Netflix. So we can't watch a lot of the same things. We can watch Netflix originals, but any of the other stuff they have on, no. It's not the same. It's not the same in the United States and United Kingdom. Yeah, it's the worst. I didn't even think of that. I guess that makes sense, right? Like... People in Canada would probably rather watch Degrassi than Friends, so... That's just a bad idea. I'm just trying to put words in the universe. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I kind of get it. Uh, Mm. I don't know. Mm. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like... uh, I feel like everyone everywhere should get the same stuff. Yeah, it's not equitable. Just seems fair to me that you would get the same stuff. Yeah, everyone should have the same. Everyone should have fair and equal access. Wait, 
we're not talking about library things. Let's talk. Let's talk, no, let's but talk we about should your book. because we're <laughs> librarians, so we think that. I actually do have a listener email that I'm going to respond to. Excellent. That I forgot about, so I apologize because it's not on our agenda. My bad. It's okay. I will say if you email princekaifanpod at gmail.com, you're going to get a response. Uh, whether it be on air or just from me. Every time somebody emails me, I answer and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you emailed me back. Thank you. I- I'm always going to email you back. Yeah, because you're just- not a garbage person. <laughs> like, they're always just so surprised. And I'm like, no, you're cool. I'm definitely emailing people back. Oh, wait, no, I need to call you a wiener bag because that's what we talked about the last time I was on the show. Wiener bag. Oh, I so forgot about wiener bag. I love wiener bag. <laughs> yes, I am not a wiener bag. I do respond to other human beings who live on the planet. <laughs> it's really nice. It's really nice of you. I would just like to tell everyone that you can go to Fictional Hangover's Redbubble shop and get your own wiener bag. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Fictional hangover, no er. Redbubble.com for all your favorite wiener bag merchandise. I love it so much. <laughs> I need to share a link for that. Is what I need to do. You really do. I made that yeah. sticker just for you. I, I hope you know. <laughs> it only exists because, because of me. you. Yeah, I willed it into existence. You really did. <laughs> so the email, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to use people's names, so I'm not going to. And it says, thanks from a Prince Kai fan pod listener. So that kind of makes me think they don't want me to say their name. Mm. Yeah. So it says, hello, I was listening to your podcast and was wondering if you do episodes on the Renegades. If so, I can't seem to find any episodes about Renegades on Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio. Please let me know if you do any episodes on the Renegades. Thank you. So, yes, I will do episodes on the Renegades eventually. <laughs> Here's the problem. <laughs> I'm doing everything Marissa writes, but I'm doing it in order is the problem. Yeah, it takes a long time, especially because all of her books have so many chapters. It takes forever. And some some books are going to take longer than others. But... Because I am a type A crazy person, I decided to take a look. Okay, so I did. This is all theoretical because you never know what is going to change a schedule. I cannot make that clear enough. People cancel, COVID happens, life is weird. Sometimes I do random bonus episodes I don't expect to do. Just bear with me, okay? (laughs) But in theory, (laughs) in theory, we will start fairest which is the book we're reading directly after this one, in April of 2021. The first episode will come out April 26th. After that, winter will come out starting in July of 2021. (laughs) I'm just doing this because I get people who ask these questions, and I want to make sure everybody knows what's up, right? So winter will finish July of 2022, because it is, it is a long-ass book. <laughs> Based off of Marissa Meyer's preference listed on her website, uh, I'm saying this so that people who are like, no, you shouldn't read it in that order, will understand why I'm reading it in the order I'm reading it. After winter, we will read Stars Above. Again, check her website. <laughs> After Stars Above, then we will do the graphic novels. And after the graphic novels, 
We will do the COVID-128 short stories. Oh, that was so, those are so good. They are really good. And they're nice and, and funny too, which I always love. Yes. After the short stories, to break things up a little bit, we're going to do one of her anthologies, which you can find in, um, if my Word document will load, it's called uh, Gold in the Roots of the Grass, and it's in A Tyranny of Petticoats. That will come out February 6th of 2023, (laughs) and that is when we will start Heartless. (laughs) Okay. So after Heartless, Heartless will end in July of 2023. So see, Heartless isn't too long, like six months. Uh, After that, we will read another anthology of hers, The Sea Witch, which is in Because You Love to Hate Me. And then I will start Renegades. So if you are listening only because you want to listen to Renegades, please read the Lunar Chronicles and listen anyways, because we're not going to do Renegades until August of 2023. And for those of you wondering what the math is like, that's basically three years from now. Yeah. It's a while. Yes, it is. Um, I would just like to chime in. Yes. Did you do an episode on Renegades? Because that would be perfect right now. Fictional Hangover has done book one of the Renegades series. So you can listen. Yeah. So you can go and listen to that. If you Also, if you ever do any other Marissa Meyer episodes, I feel like I just should automatically be on the roster, but whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, we don't have... No, look, you already are. You already are. We have, we've covered a lot of stuff. I know. Yeah. You guys do episodes like crazy. Yeah, we do. Which means we read a ton of books. So um, I think we're probably going to eventually cover Scarlet, maybe in a couple of months. But our episodes are very different from your episodes. They are super full of spoilers. We cover the entire book in one episode. Yes. Yeah. Because you know you just want to hear me talk. Speaking of, what are you currently reading? Well, actually, right this moment, I'm not reading anything, which is (gasps) weird. Bless me. I know, but it's only because I finished two books yesterday and I haven't. What did you finish? I finished The Monstermologist by Rick Yancey. That's a fantastic book it came out several years ago i think it was published in 2009 that could be a lie but it's (laughs) about a scientist who studies monsters and there are terrifying frightening monsters in each of the each of the books so the first one is called the monstermologist and we're going to do an episode about that in a couple of weeks so if you want to know more about that check out fictional hangover in Two weeks? No. I don't know when your episodes are published. It's probably already out by now. So this episode, I'm like three episodes ahead. This won't come out until October 26th. Okay. So yeah, the our episode about the Monstrumologist has, is already out. So go and check that out. And I also finished Clown in a Cornfield by oh, Adam okay. Caesar. We are covering horror novels all throughout the month of October. On that, yes. So those are fantastic, and I do not do horror. I am a scared little girl. 
Oh, they're so good, though. They're so good. So you can the also movie, go the and village, to- which I'm told is the least <laughs> scary movie ever, is terrifying to me. That's how scaredy cat I am. So, oh, you're so the Miss Peregrine series gave me nightmares. No, my gosh. Have you read it? Yes, we've done episodes about them. Okay, the sheep thing really freaked me out, okay? <laughs> Bless you, sweet child. I read the first, so I read the first three books. I still need to read the other two, but is that an ambulance? It is. I told you it would come up perfect timing. They're yeah. coming because it's scary and we yeah, need coming- attention. <laughs> They're coming to to pick you up and take you to the hospital right now. <laughs> so I am finishing the selection series. I'm on the fourth, fifth, fifth book right now. I'm halfway through it. Nice. Um, and then after that, I'm doing something that I feel guilty about doing. But also, it's my life, and I will live it the way I want to live it. What are you doing? Should I, I judge you? read a series and I always feel guilty doing a reread if I have like a thousand books that I need to read and I have at least seven thousand books that I need to read Mm -hmm. but uh I just uh I have I realized that I bought the final book in the Princess Diary series like two years ago and I never got around to reading it so when I was looking through my books about like what am I gonna read when I'm done with the selection I was like oh I'll read this and then I was like no, I really want to reread the whole thing. Yeah, you should do it. And Meg Cabot, like for those of you who haven't read a Meg Cabot book, those are like a super fast read, okay? Like really, 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 really fast. So I'm pretty sure it's not going to take very long anyways, but that's what I'm going to do when I'm done with this book. I'm going to reread. And I think there's like 11 books in that series. There's at least 42 books in that series. <laughs> But you shouldn't feel bad about rereading There's things. There's 15. I just counted them on myself. There's 15. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I Well, part of me also kind of wants to reread Twilight because I finished Midnight Sun. And I got done with it. And I was like, I mean, that was definitely better writing. But mm. I kind of think I liked Bella's perspective better. <laughs> no. Okay, I agree with you. I agree with you. It was better writing because it's the oh, third time. Oh, she's improved she's, immensely. It's the third time she's written this book. She better be good at it. Sorry, I said that. <laughs> um, but no, I preferred this one. I liked I liked Edward's point of view better than Bella's. If I you don't need... mind Edward's point of view, but mostly I cannot stand listening to him interpret other people's thoughts. Like, it's too much for me. I already know Rosalie's a bitch. I don't need to hear that the inside of her brain is just as shallow and vapid as she pretends to be. Part of me was hoping she had another depth. Nope. <laughs> None. But didn't you like reading about Emmett? There was a lot I love of Emmett. Emmett. I want Emmett to be my brother. There was so much more Emmett and lots of Jasper, too. I, I like liked... Jasper. I think Jasper is an underutilized character. Oh, he definitely is, especially when you get a little bit more insight on his abilities. Yeah. Because you don't really see it from Bella because she doesn't understand what's going on. But Now, in a recent interview, welcome back to Twilight Podcast. In uh, a yes, recent that's interview, what we're covering, right? <laughs> in a recent interview, Stephanie said that she's doing two other books in the Twilight universe, but she didn't say anything about them. 
So I don't know what to expect. I don't know if we're going to get like a random Renee backstory or maybe Carlisle when he was with the Volturi or what. I don't know. I would love to read about Carlisle and the Volturi. So much. Yeah, I would be very interested in it, but I don't know whose perspective I want it from. Arrow, Carlisle's. of course. No, yeah. no, we need we need the bad side. <laughs> it's just Aro trying to gaslight and manipulate Carlisle yes. into staying. <laughs> yes. I see nothing wrong with this. If you are looking for, listeners, if you are looking for a Twilight podcast, there's one called Remember Twilight. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's the only one to listen to. Because I have listened to some other Twilight podcasts, and they mostly talk about how bad the books are. And I don't mind if you think the Twilight books are bad. I really don't. But I have no desire to listen to you on them for four books. <laughs> it's just there, not fun for me. <laughs> and there comes the sirens again. They're coming and after then. you. And you're in Washington, correct? So that's yes. why they're coming after me. Yes. Because they're like, hey. <laughs> yeah. They heard you talking and they're like, oh, sh- we got to go after her now. Like this dumb bitch. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm I'm planning on doing. I want to reread all of Mancabit, the Princess Diary series. I think that you should. I think that you should do that. If anyone is interested, Fictional Hangover also has an episode about Midnight Sun. It was amazing, but you owe me an apology. Why? <laughs> because I drive the Subaru Forester. Oh, no. And we called everyone who drives a Subaru a douchebag. Oh, yes, I'm so sorry. My Subaru uh, Forester is gorgeous. Her name is Glenn Coco, and she's fabulous. <laughs> and every time I tell somebody that name, they laugh. And my husband is like, I really don't get it. <laughs> oh, come on. You go, Glenn Coco. Exactly. <laughs> he will call her Glen Coco, though. He does call her that. He just doesn't understand the joke behind it. Mm, it's a shame. But, yeah. A, shame. <laughs> a long, long time ago on Fictional Hangover, before Claire was my co-host, we covered Life and Death. So you can also go and check that one out. See, I didn't mind Life and Death, but the the names? The names were literally the worst thing I've ever read in my life. Beaufort, I mean, come on, what is that? Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, and I, what, Jessamine and uh, Royal? Wasn't Royal? It was Royal. Yeah, they're terrible. Stop it. Royal and Rosalie and Royal. Okay, you couldn't come up with anything better? No, stop it. Like, terrible. Uh, anyways. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about? Today we're going to talk about the Lunar Chronicles, Chapter 22 of Cress. Excellent. Excellent. I love Cress. Cress is um, my spirit. I said Cress is my spirit animal in one of the episodes, and someone made a meme for me, <laughs> which I think is awesome. That's adorable. I don't know how to do that. I don't make memes, so it makes me really happy that someone took the time to be like, I'm going to make this meme, and someone made me a present. They made me a book sleeve with, like, the – it's, like, purple and blue and pink, and it's got stars and galaxy shapes all over it, and it says, Prince Guy Vampod! That's your, your listeners are so delightful. My listeners are the best. I feel very lucky. I'm glad that you feel lucky. I do. 
Can I get your listeners to also become my listeners and also send me treasures? Because I like to get treasures in the mail. Okay, listeners, you heard her. Right now, stop what you're doing and subscribe (laughs) to my dogs barking. Bark, bark. Now, see, now your dogs are upset because you're pushing my podcast on your podcast. They're like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. No, they love your podcast. They just don't realize that they've listened to your podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I listen to podcasts while I'm doing things. So they listened to your Midnight Sun episode the other day when they got a bath. They just don't realize it. That's great. <laughs> they had no opinions, but they were distracted. <laughs> well, that's good enough for me. <laughs> so let's talk about some fan art first. This is from October 23rd. I have two. The first one is Cinder and Kai. And uh, it's when he kisses her hand in the first book. And she's wearing her gloves and she's hoping he can't tell that there's metal under the glove. And it breaks my heart that we didn't have this in book one. I needed this like a year ago. Yeah. But I'm still did. grateful for it. So this is from Zero Gen Zero on DeviantArt.com. And a big thank you for letting us share it because it's amazing. And it's very nice. Yes, How does I one... love her outfit. How does one share fan art with you to share Uh, let me say share a few more times share 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 share. Share. i've been watching brooklyn 99 so i'm gonna do it in the cool 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 voice of share 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 um (laughs) so people have emailed me or they'll and if you're listening and you want to share fan art princekyfanpod at gmail.com or i'll get people that send me stuff on uh instagram or I will find stuff on Instagram and I will message that person and be like, hey, I like your art. Can I share it if I give you credit? And most of the time they're like, yeah, as long as I get credit, that's fine. Nice. Okay. So, yeah. Because most people are cool about it. Most people are not garbage people. I have, <laughs> a, <laughs> I have a Cinder cosplay that I did to go <gasps> along with our episode of Cinder. And I'm just really saddened. That you haven't burgled it from my Instagram. I'm literally pulling up my Instagram right now so I can look at it because I didn't know it was there. Is it on Fictional Hangover or on yours? Both. Both Fictional Hangover. That episode was from a while ago. Um. Yes. At least 180 episodes ago. Than I do. <laughs> well, I post a book character cosplay every week. And then we share it. It gets shared on Fictional Hangover as well. And then we post a bunch of shit from Fictional Hangover. So everyone go follow Fictional Hangover. Yeah, you guys post way more than we should be. Like, I should post as much as you do, and I don't. You really, yeah, you should post a lot of things. Yeah. There you are. You look so beautiful. Sitting on the floor of the garage. I love it. Yeah, I was super pleased with that body paint. I'm saving it right now because I'm going to share it as soon as we're um, as soon as we're done with this conversation. I'm going to share it to my Instagram. Awesome! Yeah, I'm but I do super a repost, love- which is my new favorite thing. What <laughs> is reposting? Ah, yes, yes. I'm repost. doing it like constantly now. 
Yeah, so I was super pleased with that body paint because look how shiny my leg is. It's beautiful. My shiny robo leg. Those of you who are not looking but are listening (laughs) to this episode, go to either my Instagram, which is Prince Kai Fan Pod, or Fictional Hangover's Instagram, and look at Amanda and this amazing body paint as Cinder because it's it's amazing. I love it. I love people who do stuff like this. I don't do anything cool. Other than obviously my wicked awesome podcast, right? Yeah, I was about to say, um, <laughs> don't discount your podcast. <laughs> I'm just like a very like chill person. I get people all the time that are they'll message me thinking that I'm really cool outside the podcast. And they're like, what do you do in your spare time? And I'm like, what's spare time? <laughs> That's not a thing. What? I'm a grad student. Like, I don't you have no life. I don't have spare time. Uh, anyways, that was from Deviant Art or Ge- Zero Gem Zero on Deviant Art. Thank you for sharing it. It was amazing. It made me very happy. Um, the second one is also from that a similar chapter. <laughs> I was very like Kai and Cinder today since he was thinking about her in this chapter, and I couldn't find anything of Amory. So, mm. which by the way, right two days ago. Two days ago, so after I set all this up and sent you all this art and stuff, someone did send me art of Amory. So oh, next time. Yeah. Yeah. It'll have to wait until another episode, but I'm really glad that I'll have it in the future. But for this one, this is from MF Islands on Tumblr, and it is of, again, Prince Kai and our lovely Cinder. And he is asking her to the ball. Oh. <sighs> I love her outfit, but I don't understand why she has a knife in her uh, belt. <laughs> and also a cape? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. It's Maybe great art, though. Maybe this isn't for Cinder. No, it still says Cinder underneath it, so it has to be, right? I don't know. I love it, though. It's great. Yeah, it's great. She's got gloves on, so that part's accurate. I could have worn this for my cosplay picture. It we could looks probably comfy. put that outfit together right now. Yeah. Maybe. Now I feel like maybe I'm wrong and maybe it's not Cinder and Kai. I don't know. I'm going to look it up just in case I'm an idiot. Truly I've done not. that before. One time I thought fan art was Cress and it was actually supposed to be Tangled. Oh. They're basically the same, though. Right? Come on. Come on. I felt so silly. I was like, I emailed the girl and I even asked... If I could share it for Chris, and she was like, yeah, I love that book. So I just assumed <laughs> that it was fine. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at the description on their Tumblr post, and it literally says Cinder and Kai ball scene. So I'm going to go with, yeah, that's Cinder and Kai. Yep. And I don't understand her outfit, but I'm not complaining because the artwork is amazing, and that's what matters. Yeah. 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 So thank you for sharing that. And everybody go follow MF Islands on Tumblr for more amazing art. And if you want to share art with me or a fictional hangover podcast, you can email <laughs> me at princekaifanpod at gmail.com. You can email Amanda at fictional hangover podcast or just fictional hangover. I just fictional already. hangover. Fictional hangover at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, and send us fan art because we love fan art yeah we do
Anyways. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> next, we're gonna <laughs> last week, Patreon members voted on chapter titles. Chapter 20. I am glad I checked because as of like two hours ago, it changed. The poll changed. So chapter 20 is titled Do the Next Right Thing from Disney's Frozen 2. I lost. Mm. I really wanted, does anybody have a map? <laughs> um, and chapter 21 is With a Little Help from My Friends by uh, The Beatles. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. I think that was a good choice. Yeah, that was a good one. I Sometimes I get guests on and I'm like, oh, I wish I'd thought of that. That's an amazing choice. And then sometimes I can't come up with anything. Sometimes I'll come up with like 10 songs and I really have to narrow it down. Very hard to tell. It's a fun like thing to do though. I'm glad we started doing that. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's very clever. Thanks. I'll do mm-hmm. that, I guess. <laughs> okay, I'm drinking my tea, but then we're going to talk about chapter 22 of Chris. Oh my gosh, finally. Mm-hmm. We've been talking gonna, like, about a bunch of stuff. I'm so tangential. I'm a very unprofessional person. I'm sorry. We just have a lot to say. So a podcaster for, I had someone email me once. um, And if they're listening, I'm really sorry. But (laughs) I had someone email me once and they were like, you guys are too opinionated. And I was telling Ashley, I was like, what do we do? And she's like, nothing. It's a podcast. It's about our opinion. And I was like, well, yeah, but we're too opinionated. She's like, Bethany, if we didn't have opinions, it would just be us like, in this week's chapters, have a good day. And that would be like the whole podcast. And I was like, that's true. Because <laughs> oh, that's like my go-to, right? Like, even though my co-hosts don't record with me anymore because they're too busy, I still text them all the time. And I'm like, hey, what about this? And they're just, it's always me like reading way too much into things and then being like, it's fine. You do a good job. Let it go. <laughs> So Becca and Ashley, who are probably listening, I love you. Thank you. (laughs) Virtual hugs. I like virtual hugs. Me too. Uh, I send everybody virtual hugs. Whoever's listening, if you need one, there you go. I need them all the time. So kind of you. Thanks. Try. Oh, another thing I did. I ordered stickers from Sticker Mule. Yes. And I got a giant bottle of mule sauce. Oh, nice. I don't know why. Because they have that and they like to give you things when you order stuff from them. I love Sticker I Mule. I like gave it to my husband. I was like, what am I going to do with this? I don't do spicy. Put it on your nachos. <laughs> I gave it to my husband. I was just like, here, help yourself. That's fun, though. I like getting free stuff. Yeah. And the stickers turned out really good. So if you're a Patreon member, um, you should look forward to your birthday because you're going to get stickers. Hooray, stickers. And if you already had a birthday, then you probably already got your stickers because I sent out a bunch like a month ago. That's fun. <laughs> I like them. They're very pretty. So, yeah, stickers. Anyways, Thorn and Press. Here we go. 
Hi, this is Leah Stuhler, creator and host of YA Book Chat Podcast. If you love reading young adult books and chatting about them with your friends, then head on over to my podcast and take a listen. Each episode, my guests and I chat about a different YA book. We start spoiler-free and then head into our spoiler section where we dive into the mysteries of each book. And we do it with laughs and fun along the way. You can listen to YA Book Chat on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your your podcast. And now back to the show. <laughs> Chapter 22. Last week, Cress and Thorn were in the desert. Cinder, Jacin, Iko, and Wolf were all in the African village of Farafra with a very irritated Dr. Erland because Cinder left and didn't come. She didn't show up when she was supposed to. And then she did show up with an unconscious lunar soldier and a lunar guard Whoops. to which dr airline had every right to be like hey um what the f- uh, yeah <laughs> i did love though when he's like he sent the children out to get them and they're like okay here's, here's your gummy bears <laughs> i love when he like pinches her when, when she tells him her plan and he pinches her and he's like sorry I thought you must have been a hallucination because that plan is so stupid it couldn't possibly be real oh it's so terrible I know I love it and then but then like right after that she's like okay well what's your plan and he's like we have to go to the moon and she's like how and he's like I don't know that's and not a plan you don't really have a plan either <laughs> It's not a plan at all. It's an idea. Nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> well, actually, somebody knows what they're doing. Sir Amory Park. Let's talk about this douche nugget. Oh. Sorry, what is it? Wiener bag. Wiener bag. Wiener bag. Wiener bag. Uh, we're back with Kai and Torin. Uh, the last time we saw them, they were in an earthen meeting talking about how all of these lunar ships were suddenly surrounding Earth. So they're going to ask Amory about the ships. And no doubt he's just going to come right out and give them all the information they need. Yeah, of course. Of course that is going to happen. Yes. I have to ask a question. What? Have you seen a movie called The Mummy Returns? Of course. Okay. The um, scary guy, the bad guy that's always wearing like red and he's black and he's got like a really deep voice. Mm Mm-hmm. He is Amory Park in my brain. Every time I read these books, mm. I picture his face. I picture his voice. I picture his mannerisms. That is Amory Park to me. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I, I told them on that once sure. and they were like, why'd you make him black? And I was like, because he's black. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you have to read the book. <laughs> it's like, not. He's not described as black, is he? Black as the night sounds pretty black to me. It's pretty black. So, Yeah. <laughs> That's just me teasing people. Sorry. Read the read closely and you'll get. <laughs> you will understand why she selected a fantastic black actor to fan cast a fantastic black character. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, he's a wiener bag, but he's. God, but that actor would be perfect for it. He's too mm-hmm. old now, probably. But he was great. And I love his voice. Mostly it's his voice, I think, is perfect. Yeah, he does have a very, very rich voice. Right? So my husband, as many of you heard, has a wonderful, uh, scary, bad guy, evil voice, right? It's kind of demonic. Sounds like something out of a Buffy episode. So I recruited him and I was like, here, sound like this guy. And he's like, what does this guy sound like? And I played a clip of the 
the mummy returns and he's like, I can't sound like that guy. <laughs> Just try. So we don't have anybody doing that voice. <laughs> Anyways, that's how I picture Amory Park. Uh, if anybody else wants to borrow that, that's fine. He apparently is a huge wiener bag. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Who's like crazy passive aggressive and disrespectful and downright creepy? And he's like anything for the lunar's future king. Oh, oh! Yeah. Don't you just kind of want to strangle him? A little bit, little bit. But I have to give him props. He does very well in this chapter. Uh, if he were my right hand man, I would feel very confident in getting away with anything. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I can agree with that. Because you know he wasn't prepped for any of this, and he's still, like, he had a quick response for everything. He didn't give anything away. No, he's just making shit up as he goes along. Yep, sounds very confident, very controlled. Yeah. Never gets emotional. Very diplomatically handles things. Almost like a politician. Oh my gosh, almost, because he's full of lies. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. By the way, don't forget to vote. Um, yes, please. Please vote. And if you're a mail-in order, like, if you're a mail vote, because I vote in Illinois, because that's where I'm from, and we move every, like, three years. <laughs> um, so I have to mail mine in anyways. But if you're a mail-in vote, uh, check your state requirements, because you might need to mail in, like, super fast. So pause, yeah. Google, send in your vote, and then come back and press play. Welcome yes. Back. Do uh, that. Hey, thanks for voting. Good job, everyone. <laughs> Yay. We're so proud so, of you. <laughs> Kai apparently does not like to be called the future king. Ugh. It says he squirms. Squirms. Uh, yeah. But do you really want to be king if your queen is Lavana? I mean, really? I mean, uh, no. <laughs> He's not even a real king. He's basically a trophy husband. Says he's meant to be a pretty figurehead. Yeah, so he's a king consort. He's just this sexy guy standing next to you. He has virtually no power whatsoever. He's literally just like, okay, you're the husband. You don't have any power. You don't have any authority. Just stand there and look good, okay? Okay. Good job. And even if he didn't want to, she can force him to because she's lunar. So, oh. yeah, not a lot of choices going on for Kai. No, I wish I was lunar. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I would definitely be happy to cover up a pimple and look skinny every once in a while. But did we have this exact same conversation on oh, I'm pretty our sure we episode? Did. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, pretty, I'm pretty sure, we, sure did. we talked about it. It probably comes up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So, apparently the Eastern Commonwealth, the empresses have just as much power as the emperor because they, like, respected each other. And they were like, I trust you to make a good choice and your partner to run this country with. So I will give them lots of power. And now Kai's stuck marrying Lavana. <laughs> and so maybe that wasn't a good call. I don't know. Well, I mean, if you <laughs> get a cure for letimosis out of it would you do it do we need to bring in my game do we need to play would you rather yeah would in the you rather episode like yeah, everybody go vote um and then 
email me and tell me would you rather. I don't know, which is why I am not an emperor. Sometimes you gotta do stuff for the greater good. Yep. And that's kind of what he's subjected himself to, unfortunately. So now Amory's here. They're going to discuss a recent discovery that the Earth and Union made. 327 ships suddenly surrounding Earth. And Amory has no reaction whatsoever. And then when Kai is like, why don't you explain this to me? He's like, oh, recreation. (laughs) They're visiting to check out the sunset. (laughs) I love Kai. He's like, they're just chilling next to Earth for no reason. It's like, we have many wealthy families on Luna who enjoy the occasional holiday cruise through our galaxy. I'm told it can be very relaxing. (laughs) Oh, really? Can it? Can it be relaxing? (laughs) Okay. Hmm. (laughs) Nice view. Breathtaking sunrises. So Kai, it's like an interrogation that's gone horribly wrong. Kai is like, oh, yeah? Well, why do they all have the royal crown insignia? They're here to surveillance Earth, right? I'm sorry. I meant wealthy crown-sanctioned families that go on holiday. Why is Levana threatening us? <sighs> what? Well, I can't stop the other Earth and unions from from reacting they might retaliate oh have they broken any laws <laughs> well no technically no but they're there <laughs> it's like it's like when you put your hand in front of someone's face and you say i'm, I'm not, not touching, touching you. i'm not touching you i'm not touching you i'm not touching you it's a good way to get punched but you didn't yeah, technically do anything wrong <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> do it 327 times Oh my gosh, it's so much. <laughs> but I really do, like, as much as I'm not a fan of Amory Park, like, if he worked for me, I think I would be very confident in being able to get away with all kinds of stuff because he's great under pressure. Like, he handles this interrogation so well. Yeah, he really nothing. does. No, he's cool. He is totally cool the entire time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read his response from page 191 when Kai is like, Lavana needs to remove them at once. <laughs> Kai says they will not be bullied by her majesty. And Amory puts a lot of emphasis on the word queen, which I love. Queen Lavana has no more demands to make of you. Hi everyone, editing Bethany here. After recording this, my super awesome brother-in-law Randy did a deep, rich Amory Park voice for us. So I wanted to share it with all of you because I think it's perfect. I think it, uh, this is forever how I will picture Amory's voice in my head when I read the books from now on. So here it is. This is a voice clip from Randy Jones, my cool brother-in-law. <laughs> has been exceedingly accommodating to our request, and I find it unfortunate that you see the presence of these thus far peaceful lunar ships as threatening. <laughs> well, if they aren't here to send us a message, then why are they there? Perhaps they are waiting for the finalization of the peace alliance between Luna and the Commonwealth. After all, once Her Majesty has signed your Treaty of Bremen, peaceful travel between our two nations will be made possible, even encouraged. And the Commonwealth really is so beautiful this time of year. (laughs) 
It is beautiful. Thanks, Avery. Oh, and that's exactly what's going to happen. They're just here visiting. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, fine. And then basically, after saying that, the thaumaturge is like, yeah, we're basically done here. Unless you want to talk about uh, my super <laughs> cool playlist for your wedding. <laughs> what do you think would be on his playlist? On Amory's playlist? Yeah. Bad to the Bone. <laughs> Every Michael Jackson song ever. Yeah, okay. I have a feeling Amory Park like loves Michael Jackson. Oh, I'm sure he does. And Ice T. Yeah. And just all 80s hip hop. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, 100%. Maybe ACDC too. Could be. Anything that he could think would be like a good background song for him, like a get hype. I feel like Amory's a get hype person. He has like a get hype mix. Oh, yeah. And like every morning when he's getting ready, he's standing in front of his mirror, like flexing his pecs. (laughs) (laughs) No, you demand. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. Exactly. He's got posters of Will Smith and that's like his idol, as he should be. Uh, Yeah. Will Smith should be everyone's idol. I was and just Michelle about to Obama. Say that. And Michelle Obama. And Barack <laughs> Obama. All the Obamas. <laughs> mm, love all of them. Uh, sorry, I just hit my microphone and that was probably really loud. What? I can't um, hear you. I can't hear you anymore because you punched your microphone. I really I've gone deaf. I'm still not, like, I'm still getting used to having an actual microphone and it's like right in my face. Um. <laughs> So, where are we? We just had Amory flexing his pecs and uh, dancing in the mirror. Is that where we left off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Amory is like, "Look, I'll tell the queen to call you, you know, but she might wait till after the wedding because she's like super busy, and I'll make sure I give her your love." And then Kai vomits in his mouth. Yeah. And he wants to throw something. (laughs) (laughs) And just because he's so angry and he has nothing else to do, he goes, thanks for all your help. Because apparently Torin did absolutely nothing. Oh, no. Come on, Torin. And Torin is like, you don't need my help. (laughs) Technically, they didn't break any laws. So can't be too mad. And Kai says, well, maybe we need to redo that. We need to revisit the laws. <sighs> well, I mean, you can. I, can you really? Should. Can you really make it a law to have people not like to make it illegal for people to go? I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Well, that's my thing is like they already have a boundary set up, right? Of like, hey, don't cross this line. And. As much as I hate to admit it, Amory is right. Nobody crossed a line. They're all just like, really annoying. Yeah. yeah so you need to like, back up your boundaries a little bit. It's like, it's a very childish um, thing. Yeah, it's pretty petty. Yeah, petty. Thank you. That's a better word. Yeah. Very petty. Kai is very upset. He says... 
Do you think he was just trying to get a rise out of me, or are all those ships really going to invade the Commonwealth once the alliance is forged? Somehow, I just assumed Levana would be content to call herself Empress. I didn't think she'd want to bring her whole army here and let them make themselves right at home. Not to be an ass, but what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, really. I'm not trying to be a I'm really not. You guys know that I love Kai. But for real, did you think Levana was just going to be like, yay, I'm Empress. Okay, I need a new tiara to match my veil. And that was all she was going to care about. Like, yeah, she and literally wants world domination. You know that she's plotting to murder you as soon as she becomes your queen. What did you think she was going to do with that power? Nothing. She's going to try on tiaras. She's probably not going to give you the cure for letomosis because she's too busy trying on tiaras. Well, that would make sense. I mean, that's what I would do. Not really. I wouldn't do that. Come on. I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, what would I do if I had ultimate, like, power and money? And I'll, I don't know why, but all I can think about is food. <laughs> Just buy all the nachos. We're going to, like, Cheesecake Factory or something. I don't know. Ooh, Go places yeah. places and travel. Mm-hmm. Just, but only travel for food. Yeah, and just go to places and eat food like that guy on TV. Yeah, do that. But only eat good food. Don't eat weird shit. No, I'm not eating anything weird. And anybody who invites me to, in any, to eat anything weird, be prepared for me to be like, can I have a side of french fries? Thanks. <laughs> can I have chicken tenders? I have eaten out at a restaurant while being vegetarian for years. I know how to order on a menu. Okay. I've literally gone to places and been like, can I have a side salad and a side of french fries? Yeah, they, they look at me like I'm crazy, but that's my meal. That's what I'm allowed to eat there. <laughs> oh, I went to like a really expensive, fancy steak restaurant with my husband, and he got this huge, huge, gigantic steak. And I was like, "Can I have a baked potato and a salad?" <laughs> You're that's so all cool. I want. Is that all you want, or are you also a vegetarian? Um, I am an unenthusiastic carnivore. Okay, so I will eat meat. I'm not opposed to eating meat. I just choose not too a lot of the time yeah I'm not as strict as I used to be with me um I like didn't even so much as have chicken broth for like four years but every once in a while I'll eat it now like I wouldn't even touch marshmallows but every once in a while now it's fine like you know especially if it's like Thanksgiving or something yeah um but for the most part I'm perfectly content just having a friend like a bunch of french fries on a side salad because I also think those are delicious. So uh yes, I agree with you. Yeah. I like a french and fry. And maybe that's all Lavana wants. Maybe she wants to come to Earth and try all these super cool uh chain restaurants that she sees commercials for on the net dramas. Maybe she wants mm-hmm. to know what this whole art of Olive Garden situation is about. Yeah. Endless salad really gets her intrigued. Yeah. She really wants salad and breadsticks yeah and i don't blame her good salad and breadsticks really is and if you get a nice waitress they'll give you some to take home too so or waiter (laughs) (laughs) now i'm hungry oh i'm sorry i'm drinking hot tea so i'm not helping either oh So let's talk about something besides food. What do you think? (laughs) Please. My stomach's going to growl and you're going to have to edit it out. Or turn it up really loud so everyone can hear it. (laughs) 
It'll be like the transition noise. Yes. So what do you think? Do you think Kai made his decision too hastily? I mean, he did it for a reason. And he thinks that it's going to go well. But it's not, dude. It's not going to go well at all. Everything is going to fail unless you find the princess. So you should stop dicking around (laughs) and find the princess. And that's what he tells Torin. He's like, what if I had a solution (laughs) that could avoid war and marriage and we could also get the antidote? And Torin is like, aw, sh**, what'd you do? Oh, no. Oh, no. Come on, man. (laughs) I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> so Nancy comes in. Michelle Benoit disappeared from her farm on 11th August. Her identity chip was left in her home, having been removed from her wrist. Evidence did not indicate whether or not there had been a struggle. Two weeks later, her granddaughter, Scarlett, who lived with Benoit for 11 years, traveled from their home in Rieu, France, to Paris. Tracking records indicate... She was in Paris for two days before her identity chip went off the grid. Presumably, the chip was removed and destroyed. Timeline cross-examination indicates that her ID chip was last seen near an abandoned Paris opera house, at the same time that a nearby scan bank machine recorded what appears to be the landing and takeoff of a 214 Rampion. Satellite feeds, however, picked up no such spaceship at that location. Deductive reasoning leads me to believe that this was the ship on which Lynn Cinder is hiding, and that Scarlet Benoit may have boarded the ship at that time. I'm a robot. I'm a professional robot. Well done. That was beautiful. Thank you. I'm a professional robot. You are. You did a wonderful job. (laughs) I hope people don't think that's how I read. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounds like when I read out loud to myself. And then the. (laughs) (laughs) But come on, Nancy's a robot, so I gotta sound like a robot. No, you did perfectly. I loved it. So, Kai is gonna give all this information to Torin and says that. So, what do we know about this Scarlet Benoit? Well, she came to Michelle two years after Celine died. She's 18 years old. She wasn't born in a hospital. (gasps) And there's no data until she was four years old. And Torin goes, wait, what? (gasps) Scarlett Benoit is the princess. (gasps) Let's jump to every conclusion immediately. I know, right? (laughs) Because not just is she the princess, but she's the princess. And Cinder found her. Hell yeah. Oh, no. And we're like, no, no, No. you're wrong. (laughs) Torrid is like, it's all speculation. Yeah, but it's Android speculation. Robot (laughs) speculation is way better than just like normal human speculation, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Nancy's pretty smart. She's a robot. She knows. (laughs) She's done calculations. Torrid brings up a very good point, though. That uh, he should be horrified. Well, why? <laughs> because Cinder is dangerous. Oh, come on. Cinder's not dangerous. Torrid <laughs> is like absolutely. <laughs> as soon as Kai says that, he loses his. <laughs> have you forgotten that she's lunar? 
She is a lunar who had contacts working within this very palace. She coerced you, the most protected person in the country, into giving her a personal invitation to our annual ball, then infiltrated it with, I can only assume, the intention of provoking Queen Lavana. She escaped from a high-security prison and has managed to evade capture by our entire military, which ultimately led to an attack that killed thousands of Earthens. How can you possibly say she isn't dangerous? Because I like her. <laughs> because she makes my heart pitter-patter. Yeah. Torrin. she's cute. Come on. Torn does bring up a good point, though. Uh, well, yeah. I, I pointed out in book one that I sometimes feel like Torn is the only grown-up. Like, everybody is very set on their own personal motivations, and they do things for personal gain, uh, even yeah. if they are grown-ups. You know, Dr. Erland has his own ways of getting things accomplished. Pinching uh, <laughs> people. <laughs> Queen Lavana is obviously a child throwing a temper tantrum every time somebody hurts her feelings. But Torin, for the most part, is very selflessly motivated. Yeah. He's thinking he's about the of, bigger picture. He's thinking yes. about other people. He's not he's just very thinking considerate. about girls. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that he's necessarily... I, I think he oversteps his boundaries at points because Kai is the emperor. Yeah, but uh, he's still a kid. He's still a kid, and and, and Torin's known him since he was born. So I get Torin having like a, a moment where it it can take a while to adjust to those uh, relationship dynamic changes. But yeah. I, I kind of have to agree. I personally am a reader, right? I have reader privilege. I know that Cinder is not evil, but if you're looking at things from Torin's perspective, Torin is basically like, wait. You still have a crush on this bitch? Like, after everything we found out about her, after she's lunar, after she infiltrated the palace, after she had one of her homeboys working in the lab of our palace, then she shows up at the ball and basically calls your fiancé a stupid bitch. Then she breaks out of prison, and now you're like, but I still have a crush on her? Like, I totally get why Torin is like, dude, we have a problem. Yeah, I mean, do you like really? my torn high school voice? Yes. yes, I do. Yes, I do. But really, you know, breaking out of prison is kind of a big deal. Yeah, it kind of bit. could be terrifying. I mean, I mean it kind not, of like her side of the story, and he's still giving her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, like, if nothing else, that proves my theory that he wouldn't have cared that she was cyborg if she had just told him herself. Yeah, and she really should have. Like, don't be embarrassed that you're a cyborg. You're I think still this a good person. Been a very different situation if she had gone to the ball and then like, "Hi, I need to tell you something." Pulled him aside and was like, and she just like unscrewed her hand and handed it yeah. to him. <laughs> she was just like, she's just like, "This is gonna sound horrible. Please hear me out. Give me the opportunity to explain." I'm cyborg, also kind of lunar, but seriously, the most important part is that the queen is gonna kill you. Did I mention I'm a lunar? Uh, here's my metal hand. My foot's about to fall off. I yeah, also this really tiny like baby you. foot is weird. <laughs> you hold on to this. Give me a big foot. Yeah. But I, I totally get why Torin is like, you're making a lot of assumptions. You're drawing a lot of conclusions. We have to take a step back. But... Mm. Kai's not giving up. 
Lavana attacked us, not Cinder. <laughs> I know I'm using a really sarcastic voice. He's very I petulant. Do Kai. <laughs> I do love Kai. Those of you listening who are like, I hate Bethany. I'm never listening to another episode. Please keep listening. I'm just trying to have fun with it. <laughs> I mean, do you know the name of this podcast? <laughs> Clearly she's a fan of Prince Kai. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't know. How do you feel? Are you... Do you agree, Torn? Do you agree with Torn that Cinder's dangerous, or I mean, that she should be perceived as so? I can see where he's coming from, because mm-hmm. really, like we said a minute ago, she fucking broke out of prison. That's terrifying, especially yeah. since she's lunar. Even though you know she's not super in control of her lunar gift, but she's working on it, right? And the main <laughs> thing is that they don't know that. That's true. They don't. For all they know, she's known she's a lunar her whole life. And like you said, she showed up at the ball to provoke Lavana. Which, okay, if you're looking at this from Torrin's perspective, it kind of seems like she did. She showed up at the ball. And then she yelled at the queen repeatedly. And then made a whole speech about how she was a tyrant that killed shells. Yeah. And that they all had to escape and come to Earth so that they wouldn't die. From Torrin's perspective... I, I totally get what he's saying. From his perspective, she does sound kind of dangerous. Yeah, but is she more dangerous than Queen Lavana? No, no, I really don't think so. No, Torin, shut up. No, she's not. And that's the perspective Kai has. Kai is like, look, I don't really care. She's not Lavana. Ugh. And she didn't want to go to the ball with me, remember? Yeah, she just she showed up. To warn. Yeah, she just showed up to say, hey, she's going to fucking kill you. Okay. Exactly. I got this secret message that she's going to murder you. Why would you come? Especially if you were Cinder. Like, the way, you know, she showed up, she's completely disheveled. She's soaking wet. She's covered in mud with a tiny baby foot. Like, why would you show up? Unless you're doing it for a good reason. Unless you're desperate. Yeah. She's de- she was desperate, and that was how she chose to react. And I think Kai is capable of seeing that because he, you know, like Torin says, his judgment is clouded. Mm-hmm. And I think Torin is incapable of seeing that because his his judgment is clouded. Yeah, Torin has no desire for Kai to fall in love with some random mechanic girl. It doesn't work well for what the country needs. Because the country needs him to marry a crazy lunar queen. And get the antidote. And then murder everyone. Wait! Don't do that. Don't murder everyone. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Tor, uh, Kai points out a very good point that uh, he still has half the military looking for her. Like, it's not like he's sitting around going, no, please don't arrest Cinder. Like, even if he does still believe in her, he's been very adamant about, like, doing his due diligence and trying to find her. But does he want to find her because he thinks she's pretty? I don't know. If she's pretty, what's it matter? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Well, what if she has the princess with her? What if they're together? I mean, I think you would have to forgive her. Well, that's what Torrin says. Torrin says, what, you're going to pardon her? I don't know. That's a good question. 
like if she shows up with the princess, aka <laughs> she her shows herself. up herself. <laughs> like <laughs> But for the sake of arguments, they don't know that, right? So That's true. They don't know that. So say she shows up with Scarlet because they're convinced immediately with tiny shreds of evidence that's that scarlet is the she princess. wasn't born in a hospital and she uh went to live with a woman who also went to the moon around the <laughs> same time that the princess could or could not have gone missing if she did or did not die lots of speculation yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still if she shows up with who you think is the princess. I mean, she's clearly trying to help you. So I think that you should forgive. You should pardon all of her other crimes. Because really, what were her crimes? They're not that great. Didn't she have a list? Give me one second. I want to find them. One second. <laughs> I want her. I want the list. I don't actually know what chapter it's in, but like I have a vague idea of what chapter it's in. I'm in Scarlet, by the way, for anybody listening who cares about my ramblings. I haven't I haven't read Scarlet in a long time. I don't remember. I say in a long time. It's been since the last time I was on your show. <laughs> I am like vaguely aware of where it is, you know, but not entirely sure. I, for some reason, am remembering it being on the bottom half of the right side of a page. So that's what I'm looking for. Go and turn every individual page, please, until you find it. <laughs> More like flipping, flipping, <laughs> through, flipping through the pages. Is this a list of her... Of her, th- of her things that she's done as I stutter yeah. a million times trying to say all of that. Okay, just I just want everybody to know that I was right. It's on the bottom half of the right side <laughs> of the page. Can you, page take, <laughs> can you please take a picture of that? Like hold it up and point to it and post it on your Instagram. Okay, I'm doing it right now. I'm taking a picture. Okay. Thank you. And then I won't post it until this episode comes out because otherwise people will have no idea what we're talking about. Okay, page 35. (laughs) Page 35 of Scarlet, chapter four. Thorne says, let me guess, breaking and entering? And Cinder responds, two counts of treason, if you must know, and resisting arrest and unlawful use of bioelectricity, Oh, and illegal immigration. But honestly, I think that's a little excessive. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what she did. She's a lunar. So she's illegal. She Mm -hmm. did lunar things, which is also illegal. Mm -hmm. She resisted arrest. Illegal. And two counts of treason. That's what she did. (laughs) My memory is really good, you guys. This is why I'm good at school. Because you remember where things are inside of a book. I remembered it was on the bottom half of the right side of a page, and I don't even remember how I remembered that. <laughs> I don't know. It's really impressive. <laughs> it's really impressive. Or crazy. Um, but I mean, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> Which is why I like you so much. Oh, yay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Even with all of that, Torn is like, okay, fine, whatever. She's still lunar. 
She still helped a thief. She still lied to you. She still stole her dead sister's ID chip. Stop idolizing her. She also stole a car, right? Wait, no. No. That no, was been That was her own car. <laughs> yeah, she bought that car. <laughs> yeah, that was her own car that she crashed. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, it's all good. It's all good. Kai <laughs> says he's not admire at idolizing her. He just he admires her. <laughs> Aren't you impressed just a little? You should be impressed. He says you put a lot of faith in this girl and you don't even know her and she's caused all kinds of trouble. Yeah, but she also fixed Nancy. Right? And warned Kai about the yeah murder plot. Yeah, she's not and terrible. And turned him down for the wall repeatedly, and tried to ghost him. <sighs> <laughs> she tried to ghost the emperor, you guys. She did. That's pretty savage. <laughs> don't don't ghost the emperor, even if you have a tiny metal baby foot. Don't ghost the emperor. Don't ghost anybody. It's really mean, you guys. Unless it like. Is. A- and they're like stalking you just do the right thing and be like hey bro not interested have a nice day okay ghosting yeah. is- <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, kai basically stops listening to torin he's like whatever you don't know Cinder like i do i'm the emperor i have resources and i'm gonna find out everything about Cinder, and i know just where to start <gasps> That's the chapter. Oh. And you don't get to find out what he's even talking about for another few chapters. <gasps> I'm going to look it up right now. Because I'm pretty sure it is quite a few chapters from now. I think it's chapter 34 is when we find out. Yeah. That's a long time. So next time we see all of this, it's chapter 34, which is in (laughs) 96 pages. So a (laughs) while from now. (sighs) So what was your song choice for chapter 22? Untouchable by Taylor Swift. Mostly, mostly (laughs) because I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. (laughs) And you know what? You're not touching me because this is virtual. That's true. That's true. So even if you wanted to touch me, you can't. I can't. I can't do it. So I have to give you a virtual hug. Yay, virtual hug. Yay. But there's a lot of virtual hugs. I know. We already talked about virtual hugs in this episode. (laughs) But again, there's other untouchable aspects. You know, you can't touch Lavana. No, you can't. You can try, but her minions are very skilled at what they do. Yeah, and like who even knows where Princess Celine is, even though you need her. She is also out of your reach. She is also mm-hmm. untouchable. But really, mostly, it's I'm not touching And so me. is that Letimosis antidote. Yeah, all of it. Yep. It's very applicable and totally reasonable. I agree. In keeping with fun pop music, because you guys know I have a very limited palette, I chose I Gotta Find You from Camp Rock. That's right. (laughs) I love Camp Rock. 
<laughs> I was thinking about that song while I was listening to this because he's so determined. He has got to find Celine, and hopefully Cinder will be there too. Yeah. But obviously he mostly cares about Celine. Obviously, and it's totally not the same person. Of course. Of course. So what was your quote for this week? My quote was, and again, I don't have this specific page number on account of me reading ebooks, but my point, your majesty, is that you seem to be putting an awful lot of faith in a girl you know virtually nothing about and who has caused us all a great deal of trouble. That's my quote. It's in like the last three paragraphs of the chapter. I love it. What's yours? (laughs) Mine is Kai going over the deep end of speculation. (laughs) Princess Celine was alive. He just knew it. And Cinder had found her. (laughs) Page 197. Mm. You guys know I love me some Kai. You know I love Cinder. You know I'm pulling for those two crazy kids. But Torin is right. Kai has nothing to go on. And even though I, as the reader, know that Kai is right, from Torrin's perspective, he's literally grasping at straws. Uh, yeah, he's crazy. He's like, uh, well, Cinder was at that farm, so obviously she picked up Scarlet. And if Cinder picked her up, she must be the princess. And she's only a couple years too old, so it totally all fits. Yeah. Yeah. There's absolutely no plot holes whatsoever in this theory no. of Kai's. None. There are None. zero plot holes. Yeah. Can't poke any holes in this theory. It's perfect. No, it is totally perfect. Yeah. And that's that is the that is the sign of a true believer, because that is exactly what a conspiracy theory is. Nothing but holes and people poking holes in them and people going, No. It's true. And also people wearing aluminum foil hats. Yes, those are important. <laughs> you have to or have a one. pot if you're in a jam. You know, just grab like a metal pot. Yeah. Kind of like a hat. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> aluminum foil is a little less heavy. True so it'll story, probably be more But it's not going to help you if it starts raining or hail. It's true. Because you know what it's going to do? Hail. Poke holes. It's going to poke holes. Oh, good. Oh, 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 it back around. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my God. So next time we're going to cover chapters 23 and 24 and um, tell everybody about Fictional Hangover podcast and where they can find it. Okay. Fictional Hangover is a podcast about young adult and new adult books, series, authors, and voice actors that is 1000% full of spoilers. You can find us on fictionalhangover.com. That's our website. You can find us on all social media at Fictional Hangover, except for Twitter. It's at Fictional Hangover, no E-R, because Twitter handles are short. You can also find us brand new on Patreon and on Coffee. Do you have a coffee account, Bethany? I don't even know what that is. ko-fi.com. Slash fictional hangover if you're searching for me. Um, K-O-F-I.com. So coffee is 
kind of like Patreon, except for you don't have to give them anything back. It's just, hey, buy me a cup of coffee, hence the name, even though it's not spelled that way. People can help you reach goals. People can give you money because they like you. There you are. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So you should you should try that too. See if yeah, it works. I'm definitely gonna look into that. Have you had a lot of luck with it so far? No, I just launched it. Okay. Brand new. Just like our Patreon, brand new. So everyone, you know, you you've heard me talk once before. I've I've tried to get you to listen to our episode about Cinder. We're gonna be talking about Scarlet soon. We have an episode about renegades, so you know you wanna like Give me some money because you like me. I also... Everybody needs coffee. I also made you guys a sticker. Yes, which we appreciate. (laughs) Oh, wiener bags. Do I have a new sticker that I need to make based on this episode? (laughs) I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. That would be my only thought is I'm not touching you. It's pretty good. And it's a spaceship and a hand. The spaceship is not touching the hand. Or the other way around. Even though really the spaceships are not touching the border. But come on. You have to do the hand when you say it. So, And because it's cinder, you have to have... Metallic hand. Oh, cyborg yeah. hand. Cyborg hand. Yep. And a spaceship. I don't have a spaceship. Can Glen Coco be a spaceship? No, because Glen Coco's a douchebag. No, she's not. She's beautiful. <laughs> mm, I'm sorry. Can I throw your Subaru across the interstate? Absolutely not. My Subaru is beautiful. It's also our only car because my husband has a motorcycle. So if you get rid of it, I'm going to be very sad. Okay, I will not throw it across the interstate. <laughs> Although I do have good insurance. I, um, I'm i not the type of person that likes to change cars. I like my car, and I have no desire to constantly buy new ones, unlike my husband, who is, as much as I love him, he's kind of a car whore. And, like, every year or so, he's like, I want a new car, which is why he has a motorcycle right now, mm-hmm. because he sold his car, and he's trying to save up because he wants one of those Tesla trucks. Yes, I love the Tesla truck. But do not hit the window over and over and over again with a metal bearing because otherwise it's going to shatter Elon Musk. That was a bad idea. Yeah. It was a bad idea. It really wasn't the best. We all have a Tesla truck. We We do. We do. Oh, I forgot to say thank you. I reached 15,000 downloads this week. Oh. Thank you, listeners. Good job. It's very exciting. Good job. Thank you. I was very I was very pleasantly surprised by that. It made me very happy. That is really great. When we switched from Wishka to Podbean, we had gotten almost to twenty thousand or right maybe it was a little bit over twenty when we made the switch. But since May, when we switched to Podbean, we've already gotten over ten thousand listens. So awesome. I'm super pleased with that. That's exciting. So now you have like about 30,000, right? 
Yes. That's a lot. That's exciting. That's a lot of listens. We do have an episode every single week. So I know. I was talking to one of my Patreon members about that, Sarah. Because she was like, you could do two a week. I was like, you know, most podcasts don't even do one episode a week, let alone two per week. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I probably spend between like taking notes, Patreon, running the Instagram, recording, editing, doing all the bonus stuff. I probably spend like 15 to 20 hours a week working on this stuff. Oh, yeah. I so, spend <laughs> added an extra episode into that and yeah. I'm screwed. Yeah, it's basically a full time job that, yeah. you know, and I think I think a lot of people don't realize that. So I, I love you and I appreciate all your support. But I definitely don't have it in me to do more than one episode a week. Sorry. It takes a lot of effort. Now, if people started paying you more on Patreon or donating you lots of coffees on your uh, <laughs> brand new coffee.com slash Prince Kai fan pod, um, then it might be worth it. Just have just have an episode every single day. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I would love to. And we would get through these books so fast. Yeah, uh, you could be you could be reading Renegades tomorrow. Like, yeah, instead of twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty three, really. Twenty twenty three. Calm down. I know. How dare how dare I extend it to twenty twenty five? It's still kinda like superfluous to think about like it's not gonna be another it's gonna be another three years. And then you but know, like at that I time, haven't even done the schedule for Renegades yet, but it's gonna be it's going to be a while before we get to Instant Karma. I'm definitely going to do a bonus episode for Instant Karma. <laughs> That'll be on Patreon. Are people even still going to be listening to podcasts in 2025? I mean, 2023. Is there going to be like a... You're going to uh, have to do something else. Are we else? finally going to have like a dystopic disaster and we're all just trying to survive and there's no such thing? I don't know. Oh my God, I hope not. Please don't. Please don't I curse hope, us with I that. I hope not. Uh, Take it back. Take it back. <sighs> I take it back. I take it back. Thank I take you. it back. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. Cool, 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 a fictional hangover and you know season three started in the beginning of october and that's like two solid years of podcasting for me done and every single week without fail and that's just that's a lot and now season three is starting so it's another full year of podcasting for me and like who knows how long it's gonna last hopefully until at least 2025 i feel like yeah. i've been doing it for forever and i have been how long have you been doing it now I'm over two years now. Oof. That is a long time. And I had a different po- I had a different host the first right. year. And then Claire joined me for season two. So Claire's like halfway to okay. me. But she'll never catch up. No. It's an impossibility. She'd have to guest on a lot of other podcasts a lot of the time. Yeah, or just to make have, her to have done as many episodes as you. Yeah. Just make her own episodes by herself. No, don't do that. That's sad. Don't do that. A little sad. Don't do that. 
Call, call me Claire. I'll come help out. <laughs> I promise I won't do a bad British accent. Don't leave me Because I'll out, do a though. good one. Just kidding. Yeah. Good. <laughs> 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 See, I, I don't want to. I love your fake laugh at my joke. Is like. <laughs> good. I'm glad you knew it was a fake laugh. It was definitely um, a fake one. <laughs> I don't want to be left out, though. So, Claire, don't go and make episodes with Bethany without me. You're doing an episode without her right now. Well, it's her fault for living in the United Kingdom and also for I not mean, having read these books. It's not a bad thing to live in the United Kingdom right this second. Jesus uh. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then we all cry for the rest of the episode. So funny. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Just laughing at my own jokes this entire episode. (laughs) I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Thank you. (laughs) You're a good friend. I try. I think that is it for the episode, though. (laughs) Excellent. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Um,. Everyone listening, please rate, review, and subscribe. Follow Fictional Hangover Podcast. Follow Her and Sky Fam Pod, of course. Keep reading, keep listening, and until next time, don't get glamored. And don't let people touch you. <laughs> not touching. It does, it's not, not good for COVID you. either. No, wash your hands and vote. And vote, yes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. The passages read for you today are from Cress by Marissa Meyer. This podcast is hosted and produced by Bethany Fanger. Today's special guest was Amanda from Fictional Hangover Podcast, with a special voice appearance by Randy Jones. The intro-outro music was composed by Emma Pava, and the logo art was created by Angela Wong. Thank you for listening. Did you know CD rates are having a moment? If you've been looking in the wrong places, you might have missed that CD rates are the best they've been in 15 years. No joke. It's the right time to find rates in your best interest because better rates allow your money to earn more money. CD Valet brings you the clearest picture of today's rates all compiled in one place. Ditch the BS of biased rate shopping and visit CDValet.com to see today's straight up rates. 